0: hey guys it's carly just kidding we're not singing but i want to i'm really tired um your host for the faith to be faithful podcast and it is back with faith wednesday and if you've been here for a while now that you know we just started this last month um we went over ruth the entire book of Ruth, um, in four weeks, if you want to go back and look at it, feel free to, um, and if you are new here, welcome, thank you, um, and, yeah, we're starting Esther, and this is a little fun for, and stressful, because, these are some not easy names to pronounce, um, so. I want to apologize for that, but also, this is fun because I have never read Esther, so this is a first-time study for me. Maybe you've read it multiple times, uh, maybe you've, like me, never read it, um, so you're on this journey with me, and I mean, you all are, you're listening, so, yeah, let's get into it. Um, I do want to say, if you are new here, then... I do read out of the New International Version and how this goes is I'll read it. Um, We're just doing Esther 1 today. Um, I'll read it and then go over some points that I thought were important, which are not a lot today. I will say that, um, but yeah. Um, and then any questions or anything I find on the internet, um, I do want to say real quick. I had gone to the YouVersion Bible app, which if you don't have a Bible, a physical Bible, I definitely recommend getting one. But if you don't have one or you don't have any means or the ability to get one, the YouVersion Bible app um, is definitely the way to go. Um, it has all different versions and everything but um this one specifically has an intro and i wanted to read that real quick for you guys as well so again forgive any uh, mispronunciation um so yeah it says uh the book of esther explains why jews in the persian period began celebrating the new festival called Purim. uh the law of moses had earlier described how god's mighty acts of deliverance lay Behind holidays such as Passover and Tabernacles, the Book of Esther shows how God intervened once again to save the Jews, leading into a commemoration of this great rescue in the feast of Purim. Purim, um, this fast-moving story uh, during the reign of the Persian King Xer- Xerxes, uh, most likely Xerxes one. That's 486 to 465 BC drives me insane how it goes backwards um (laughs) but it relates to adventures that take place when a Jewish exile named Esther and her cousin the guardian uh Mordecai work to rescue their people from a plot to destroy them. While the story never mentions God by name, God's hand of protection can be detected in the timing and combination of events as they unfold. The book features numerous banquets, including two hosted by Xerxes at the beginning, two given by Esther in the middle, and two celebrated by the grateful Jews at the end. Since the story was told to later generations of the Feast of Purim itself, the audience is placed right in the middle of the action. Those who read it can only join in celebrating God's deliverance, they can ask themselves, as Mordecai asked Esther, uh, for what great purpose God may have brought them to their position, to their own position in life. Um, so yeah, that's a just a quick little intro, a little background, a little foretelling, wink wink, um, as if this book hasn't been around for thousands of years. So, how long has the Bible been around? I don't know. We'll figure that out. We will figure that out. Okay? Yeah. So... Ooh, ooh, okay. Actually, I want to say, like, maybe a thousand years. A thousand years a little over because Jesus was, like, two thousand years ago. So that would mean the Bible was not total way after that. So, you know, you know. Anyways, I digress. Let's get into the reading. Okay, so, like I said, please bear with me. <laughs> um, okay, so Esther 1, uh, Queen Vashti disposed. Uh, this is what happened during the time of Xerxes. The Xerxes who ruled over 127 provinces stretching from India to Kush. At that time, King Xerxes reigned from his royal throne in the citadel of Susa, and in the third year of his reign, he gave a banquet for all of his nobles and officials, the military leaders of Persia and Media, princes, and the nobles of the provinces were present. For a full 180 days, he displayed a vast wealth of his kingdom and the splendor and glory of his majesty. When these days were over, the king gave a banquet lasting seven days in wait, where'd it go? In the enclosed garden of the king's palace. For all the people of the from the least to the greatest who were in the citadel of Susa, the garden had hangings of white and blue linen, fastened with cords of white linen and purple material to silver rings on marble pillars. They were there were Couches of gold and silver on a mosaic pavement of porphyry porphyry, marble, mother of pearl, and other costly stones. Wine was served in goblets of gold, each one different from the other, and the royal wine was abundant in keeping the king's liberality. In keeping with the king's liberality, by the king's command, each guest was allowed to drink with no restrictions. For the king instructed all wine stewards to serve each man what he wished. Queen Vashti also gave a banquet for the women in the royal palace of King Xerxes. On the seventh day, when King Xerxes was in high spirits from wine, he commanded the seven eunuchs who served him. Mehamun, Vithitha, Arbona, Bigtha, Abagtha, Zethar, and Carcass to bring before him Queen Vashti, wearing her royal crown in order to display her beauty to the people and nobles, for she was lovely to look at. But when the attendants delivered the king's command, Queen Vashti refused to come, and the king became furious and burned with anger. Since it was customary for the king to consult experts in matters of law and justice, sorry, excuse me, where was I? Thirteen. Uh, since it was customary for the king to consult experts in matters of law and justice, he spoke with these wise, with the wise men who understood the times and were closest to the king. Karshina, Shethar, Admatha. Tarshish, Merez, Arsena, and Memukin. The seven nobles of Persia and Media who had special access to the king were in highest in the kingdom. According to the law, what must be done to Queen Vashti, he asked, she has not obeyed the command of King Xerxes that the eunuchs have taken to her. Then Memukin replied, replied to the presence of the king and the nobles, Queen Vashti has done wrong, not only against the king, but also against the nobles and all the peoples of all the provinces of King Xerxes. The queen's conduct will become known to all women, so they will despise their husbands and say, King Xerxes commanded Queen Vashti to be brought before him, but she would not come. This very day, the Persian and Median woman of The nobility, who have heard about the queen's conduct, will respond to all the king's nobles in the same way. There will be no end of disrespect and discord. Therefore, if it pleases the king, let him issue a royal decree and let it be written in the laws of Persia and Media. Goodness! Goodness! Which cannot be replaced. That Vashti is never going to enter the presence of King Xerxes. Also let the king give her royal position to someone else who is better than she. When the king's was is proclaimed throughout all his vast realm, all the women will respect their husbands from the least to the greatest. The king and his nobles were pleased with, his, with this advice. So the king did as Mamukin promised. He, did, he sent dispatches to all parts of the kingdom, to each province in its own script, and to each people in their own language proclaiming that every man should be ruler over his own household using his native tongue. So I want to start this off by saying I think King Xerxes is a little overdramatic because he didn't even ask like why she refused. Like he wasn't like well why not? He wasn't like what's more important? He wasn't like what's going on? Anything happening? And he was like, "You know what?" She said no to me. Divorce. Um, which I mean, in this time, I understand. But also, honey, you're drunk. Go home, lay down, take a nap, eat some food, drink some coffee. You know. Um, because she was also having a party. You gonna have a party? She got to have a party? Were you going to leave your party to go to hers? Probably not. So, no. But, um, I mean, it all, it all had a plan and everything, and I understand it. But also, I'm like, he's a little overdramatic, but, you know, it's fine. It's whatever. It's whatever. So, I do understand that this is just, like, a, you know, like, a foreshadowing or, like, hey, this is what had to happen. Because um, it's, like, the entire New Testament is, like, what had to happen for... Jesus to come, right? Um, So, like, the Esther one had to happen so that Esther could become queen, you know? Um, But, like, like it's a lot. That did go really fast. It escalated very quickly. And obviously, obviously there's some stuff that we won't know all the nitty-gritty details of, you know? Um, But that was just, like, a little... This is what happens, um, to get there. Um, what? What does this say? I saw the word God. Okay. Oh. Um, so, okay, so this is a little weird. I think this is the wrong version. Oh, okay, so... Do do do, do 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 I do want to give props to King Xerxes because he didn't do anything like he didn't want to be rash make any rash decisions despite the fact he had been drinking for 7 days um, he, you know, he was like, I can't make this decision. I have to go to the, what did he call it? Um, since it was customers, um, the wise men, which would be the elders, or, um, I guess that's exactly what it would be, it would be elders, right? He went to the elder, seven of them. Wait, was it seven? Yeah, seven nobles of Persia and media. Um, they were the highest in the kingdom, basically. So I do want to give him props for that. Like, that's pretty that's pretty awesome that he did that. And I'm gonna be honest. Through all my research through everything, I just I don't have anything else for this. Like it was just a you know, here's a little backstory about how this happened, kind of thing, so, yeah, I'm gonna end this off here, being like, okay, guys, so, if you enjoyed it, um, you know, feel free to subscribe, download, share, uh, whatever your heart desires, um, thank you guys so much, and... If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns about any of this or um it'll be a few weeks, but or what you want to hear next, what um what you have comments and concerns on about upcoming chapters or you know, whatever, just whatever, whatever you want to talk about. If you have prayer requests, reach out to me. Let me know. Um the episode notes below, my Instagram and YouTube will both be linked, and you can reach out to me through either of those, honestly. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for watching. Um, i watching, goodness gracious. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Fit to Be Faithful podcast. If you want to learn more about me... Before I was so rudely interrupted, um, if you want to learn more about me, the host... Um, links to both my Instagram and YouTube will be in the episode notes below. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And, um, yeah. Remember, you are fit to be faithful.